Hello, hello, happy Friday. I was just doing some cleaning on this lovely start to the weekend. It's gorgeous outside and I just, you know, love being inside and not being out in the sun and cleaning. No sarcasm. Um, I was mopping the floors and I was listening to Eckhart Tolle, which I haven't listened to in a while. Usually I'll listen to like podcasts or um, YouTubes and it's usually like, I mean really lately I've been listening to a lot of funny stuff. Just like, I call it like mind numbing things because you know when your mind is going all the time it's nice to just listen to shit that doesn't matter. But I decided to listen to him, and it's the book, um, The Power of Now, or, wait, The Power of Now? Yeah, it is The Power of Now. And just randomly, I put on, like, a random, uh, chapter, and he said something that was very powerful, of course, because he just, he's like an alien. He said, everything that he says is just powerful. I think he's like a real living, like walking, awakened human or, you know, evolved human. It's pretty cool. But, um, the whole book is based on obviously, uh, the power of the now, the now, the fact that there is no future and past and our human brains find that very hard to comprehend it's like what do you mean that there is no future in the past you know i just started this podcast a minute or two minutes ago of course well that's in the past but really what he's talking about is the power of living a life that is fulfilling and and peaceful which that's really what we're all looking for is peace you could say that you're looking for happiness you could say that you're looking for joy fulfillment but all in all it comes down to peace because when you're happy, you're not thinking about the negatives in that moment. So being in that present moment, that's what it's about in the present moment, the right now. And we talk about, you know, mindfulness and meditation and the whole idea is that we're calming down the part of the brain that thinks, that thinks about the past and the future because everything that's going on in our brain we are created by the past because everything that we have gone through has been inserted into our brain into that computer and you know they're programs so when we're going about life something triggers us something happens good or bad doesn't have to be good or bad could be neutral But even if it's like, you know, you see a tree that you've seen before, but you've only seen it once before, you're walking down the street and you see them, you're like, oh, I've seen that before because it's triggering something in your brain to turn on. And now that memory is in the forefront. Unfortunately, as humans, our brain loves to move towards the negative. It loves to move toward, and I talked about this in a past episode, it loves to move towards the negatives and the, uh, you know, survival what can I focus on that's that's bad right now so I can make sure that I'm okay? That's the lizard part of the brain. It's like the, the old school part of the brain. So now this new way of thinking, which is not really new because it's been happening for a long time, but people are starting to catch on that 
To be in this present moment is the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself. Meditation and mindfulness bring you into this moment right now. Like when you're watching a really riveting movie that's really like it has your, it has all of your attention. You're not thinking about anything. You're not thinking about, your brain isn't going about, you know, what, are we get, what am I going to make for dinner tomorrow night? Or, you know, oh, I haven't talked to this person in a long time. Or I wonder where that shirt is. I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I should probably go look for it. You're not thinking about anything because you're so focused in the now. And that's what happens when people, adrenaline junkies. People love doing things like, you know, people who are very big on like, Heli skiing and or is a heli skiing heli skiing jumping out of a helicopter and going skiing or snowboarding or you know jumping out of a plane skydiving or you know uh, scaling a wall or scaling a, a mountain or scaling a building all of these things whitewater rafting things that are very like they 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 require you to be here because if you start if you're heli skiing or if you're skiing down a mountain really fast or if you're whitewater rafting or if you're you have a huge fish on your hook and you're you're reeling it in and you're thinking about something that happened 3 years ago what's going to happen you could fall you could lose the fish you could lose your footing it takes you out of the present moment so that's why people love doing things that are very um really just crazy riveting fucking adventure prone people that's what they do because they love being in the present moment but what they don't know is that there's a possibility of getting to that way getting to that moment without having to do these things i have a patient that her mind is busy her mind is busy that's why she comes in because she's just like you know I, I have a great life but I'm just not happy and there's some things that I just can't figure out you know I had a good childhood and all this stuff yada 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 I won't get into details but she loves deep diving she's even a teacher for it for scuba diving deep diving all that because she says when she's down there she's finally at peace nothing is on her mind it's the most quiet but when she's up here on earth on earth when, when she's up here on land she's got tvs on she's got phones she's overstimulated she can't be in the silence so some people believe that the only way that they could get to that point to be in the complete now is to do these things to do these, you know, and also people do it too, even with drinking. Think about it. You are, are drugs that numb you out. You drink or you, um, you take drugs, you smoke weed, all this stuff, because it really makes you stop thinking about stuff for the, for the, for the time being. But then it starts to kick in and then you start thinking about sad stuff. If you get caught in your mind, you know, and we all know how it goes. But there's such a powerful, it, it really is a superpower these days to be able to pause the mind and to just be here because it's so not taught. Like we're, who teaches that? If, you're, if your parents taught you that, fuck yes, that's amazing. 
But the majority of us, we didn't learn how to do this because our parents don't know how to do that. So Eckhart Tolle was talking about that's basically the book is all the power of being in the now, that there's no problems in the now. When you're in the now, you're not thinking about the bills that you have to pay or, you know, because a lot of the problems that we have in life, we make worse. We make worse because when you're sitting and ruminating about it and thinking about it a lot and seeing how you're going to deal with it, you're just adding more attention to the problem. And really, he says that there is no problems and it's not your life. Your life doesn't have any issues. It's just, it's a situation that's going on. It's a life situation. And he says to not call it a problem because that's also giving it a negative power giving power to the word problem. And when we hear problem, it triggers our brain because since we were a kid, we know that the word problem means it it has a negative connotation to it. So being in the moment and not thinking about your issues can happen at any time. And that's what mindfulness is. And it doesn't have to be sitting down for hours or even 30 minutes or 20 minutes or 10 minutes. It could just be you pausing in the moment and and touching something intentionally. It's all about intention. I'm sitting at my desk right now and if I started to feel myself getting worked up about something like, you know, I'm thinking about, okay, I have to go and finish, really, I have to go and finish this, you know, I have to go finish the cleaning and, oh man, like outside is really nice and I wish I could be outside, but I have so many things I got to do because we have plans tonight and I could, I could wind myself up. I could be thinking about all the shit I got to do. But in reality, I could just pause right here I could touch my plant that's right here and look at it and really feel it and feel the softness that's in between my fingers and really put the focus on it. And that moment right there is teaching my brain, hey, you're safe. You can calm down. My parasympathetic kicks in. It's like, oh, we're, we're chill. Because if things were crazy, if we were getting wound up and we, we got to be in fight or flight, why would we be touching a fucking plant? We wouldn't. We would be in our brain trying to figure out what's next, what's next, what's next. So he was saying, and this is the thing that wanted it made me want to stop everything that I was doing and talk on the microphone right now, to stop creating more problems because life is hard enough, right? Life is difficult and it's, it's not supposed to be easy. We are continuously evolving. We are humans that are here to learn and to learn and to learn and then to evolve and evolve and evolve from those learnings. That's what we're here to do. We walk down the street and we're walking to a place and we go down the wrong street. Oh, I just learned that. I'm never going to walk down that street if I'm going to this place. I'm going to walk down this road. You're driving in a car and you're looking at your phone and then you, you, some person honks at you or you look up for a second and you realize you're almost crashing into somebody. Whoa, you get a jolt and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that again, even though we all do it again. But 
We're supposed to be learning. The most easy thing, you touch a hot stove. Oh, fuck, I'm not going to do that again when you're a kid. That's in your brain. The brain is here to just take in everything. Take in everything that's going on, and we are overstimulated, are we not? So it's taking in all this stuff because it's just wanting to take in information. So just in case we see something in the future, we'll know about it. Because if your brain didn't register, ow, that stove is hot, you're going to touch it again. And ow, that stove's hot. If it doesn't register again, ow, that stove's hot. That's why people put up walls when they get their heart broken. <laughs> ow, that hurt. That really fucking sucked. I would rather touch a hot stove than get my heart broken again. I'm not going to do that again. Let me put up some walls so I don't need to go down that road again. But we make these problems bigger than they need to be. We make these life situations harder than they need to be. With the tiniest little things like... Like you, you get home from work and, you know, you get home from uh, going to the grocery store and you, and you realize, oh my fucking God, I forgot that one thing that I went to the store for, but I just bought 50 other things, but I forgot that one thing. And you get yourself worked up over it and you're like, oh God, motherfucker. You're making it worse than it needs to be. But if you were in the present moment and you were just chilling and you were like, okay, oh, look, I, I seem to have forgotten something. And you just go to the store and you come back. It's a lot less painful than it needs to be. Because if you go on all night about, I can't believe that I just have, I have to go back to the store now. Let me get, let me put the dogs in the cage and then let me go back. Let me get inside the car and then drive back and you're just pissed off and you're in this like negative mood and you're like, oh my God, this is so fucking annoying. And then you get back and then you're just, your, your brain is now taking in, you are in an unsafe place because your brain does not know the difference between you forgetting something and being annoyed or a person that is in front of you waving a gun and it's like, oh, it's getting you revved up. And you're like, oh, this is, that's a, a person in front with you, a gun is not, that's not, that's not an annoying thing. That would be a scary thing, but another annoying thing. We think that we, you know, we have a project that's due for work or school. Or we have, uh, you know, I could say for myself that when I get asked to do anything talking-wise, I get freaked out and I make it a bigger problem than it needs to be. Talking on a stage, talking on a podcast, I get myself revved up and I'm like, oh God, I'm so fucking nervous. I don't want to do this. I don't, what if I see some people and then they're not really paying attention to the talk and I get in my head or what if I don't know what I'm saying and what if I'm on a panel and these people are way smarter than me and oh my God. When in reality... It doesn't need to be that big of a deal. You could just chill. Everything is going to be okay. If it's meant to happen, you're going to do it. If you don't feel like it's the right time to do it, you're not going to do it. If you have a project that has to get done and you're just ruminating about it, you're like, oh my God, this is going to take all weekend to do. And I'm just, if the amount of time that it takes for you to calm your fucking ass down to start the project, you could have been halfway through already. 
we make things so much more difficult than it needs to be. And life is hard enough. We're going through obstacles every single day, putting out fires every single day. But the biggest present that we can give ourselves is pausing, being in the present moment and understanding that everything is perfect the way it needs to be. As annoying as it feels, as those emotions come up, because that's what it is, it's just emotions. And emotions can really seem real sometimes because they feel real and you're, you're experiencing them. So they are real in a sense, but then they go away. So are they really real? They're just reactions from a past memory. I get reactions when somebody asks me to to step up on a stage and talk. I have reactions from the past when I was a kid not wanting to do that. And then as I'm an adult, I don't want to do that. And it's just, it's me seeing people do it. And then maybe like, you know, past talks that I've been on and I remember how nervous I was. It's just, all these things are just memories that are coming up and certain parts of my brain are being lit up. And that's me reacting to those lit up parts. But if you stay in the now as much as you can, and I know it's not possible to do all day, it's impossible unless you're just sitting down and fucking doing nothing or, you know, maybe it actually, it probably is possible to be honest. It probably very well is to, you know, it's, it's possible, but it's good to think about things that we have to do. And it's good to think about things that have happened in the past so we can learn from those lessons, but to not judge them. And to just learn from them and to take it as just a note card that's right in front of you that's just giving you some information and then you could put it down. You don't have to hold on to the note card and read it and be like, oh my God, I remember how bad I felt. Oh my God, oh my God, this was so horrible. Look at this note card. Just let it go. Just be. Just sit. Just stand, whatever it is that you're doing in the moment. Take a deep breath first off. That's like the number one thing. That's the one of the biggest gifts that we have that is very underutilized. Taking a deep breath in, a long exhale out, and putting your mind right here. In the moment that you start to realize that you start thinking about the past or thinking about something, it doesn't even have to be about the past or the future. A song can pop up in your head. You just realize it. You go, oh, there's something that's going on in my head. And you could even say the word like, I'm thinking of a song. And then you just bring yourself back. Give yourself 30 seconds of that a day. Something that's right in front of you, touch it. Be present with it. It doesn't matter. I'm touching a a phone holder right now. I'm touching the metal that's on it. I'm feeling how cold the metal is. It's being, it's, it's, it's those moments of presence that bring us the most peace in life. And peace is literally everything that we are looking for. You might not know it yet because you might think that you're looking for happiness. You might think, no, I just want to feel excitement all the time. I want to feel excitement and happiness and just want to feel good. But in the, it, you're going to feel that. But you're also going to feel down times. That's just life. 
That's just life, baby. That's just life. But for those middle times, and the middle times are a lot more than those highs and lows, to feel peace instead of anxiety in those moments, that is living. That's living a a peaceful life. A life that you can be present in and really take in everything and not allow your brain to take over. Because the brain is just, it's a tool. And I think it's really important for us to understand that we are not our brains. We are, but we aren't. If It's, it's a hard thing to, to explain, but we're experiencing what's going on in our brains. But we are a different entity from it. A different entity, I guess that makes sense. We... We are the, again, and people say this all the time, and it doesn't make sense until it makes sense, just as everything in life. We are the observer of the brain. We're the observer. If you could sit at a higher seat and look at your emotions and your thoughts, you are now the observer, and you are now understanding what consciousness is. The movie Inside Out is one of the best movies to explain this. It's a it's a it's a Disney movie. Disney? I think it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. I think it's Pixar. I don't even know. Is it Pixar? It's a it's an unbelievable movie because it's about the different emotions that are going on and that they all have their own personalities. And they're just looking outside of the eyes of the little girl. But although it doesn't even, because it's not really showing the observer aspect of it. It's just showing joy, anger, fear, disgust. It's not really showing, there's a new one, there's a new one that's coming out where it's she becomes a teenager and now anxiety has come in. But it's actually not even a good explanation because that's not showing that she's the observer. It's just she doesn't understand, like she just like her emotions come out like if she feels good she gets joy and if she feels angry she gets angry and if she feels you know low about something she gets sad so forget I even just said that (laughs) but it's a cool thing just to learn how to um how to uh, differentiate your emotions and your thoughts and to be the observer of them and understand that oh these are all just different emotions and these are all just different thoughts and I don't have to listen to them it's almost like there's different movies that are constantly playing in our brain different uh, you know it shows in the movie that there's a uh, a bubble gum a bubblegum commercial that people get stuck in their head all the time and it'll show that little mo- that little memory that just like it falls off of the off of the the shelf and it gets inserted into her memory file and then she starts hearing randomly just the that annoying song she's like how the fuck is what she's a little girl so she didn't curse but she's like how did i why is that in my head right now how did i where did that just come from random songs like jg wentworth 877 cash now why do I, why does that sometimes pop into my head? Because it's just little videotapes that are being played. But if you can pause in the moment, it's pausing those videotapes. 
It's allowing you to be present. To be completely aware of everything that is going on in the present moment. Time slows down. It gives you a chance to live slower, more meaningful, more intentionally. When people smoke weed or do psychedelics, they wonder why time is so distorted. And I wonder why too, because like I'll be smoking and not smoke. I take an edible and I'm like, I feel like it has just been three hours and it's only been 20 minutes, which is so exciting. But I'm so in the moment right now. And I'm so here and I'm so like not thinking about the past and the future. That time just slows down for me. And that's huge. That's what we want. We want to live a a slower, more meaningful, more uh, just present life. Because everybody says as they get older, and I say it too, like time is just fucking flying. Like how is it already November? What did I even do for New Year's? COVID happened three years ago, almost four years ago. It started. It's crazy. It seems like it was just yesterday. And a lot of people... You hear, I mean, I ask, I ask old people all the time. I just love asking them, like, give me some advice for life. Some of them give me kind of like advice where I'm like, okay, you definitely are not um, as awoken as I would like to, you know, talk to somebody that's your age. So it's okay. But some people are just very stuck in their ways. But then I hear some great ones like, I wish I was more present. I wish I was calmer. Or to just live and to laugh because when you're laughing think about it you're laughing laughing is in this present moment something funny happens and you have this deep belly laugh that's because this is happening right now something inside of you just triggered that makes you feel so good where you're like oh my god that is so funny that's happening right now Sure, we could think about things that happen. You know, when I have a deep belly laugh, sometimes I'm stuck in that loop of laughing. I'll think about it again, and then it'll come up again. But laughing is here. So anyways. Let's just try to stop, or at least to slow down on making life situations more difficult than they need to be because if you just pause for a second if something happens like you're just you know you're fucking you're driving again i always like to say this because everybody drives and everybody understands that it is annoying to drive and traffic is very annoying i think traffic dims my light my friend jessica says that and now i say it to everybody i'm like traffic dims my light because i do not like being stuck in traffic but being stuck And just sitting in a car and being angry that you're stuck. What is that doing for you? 
if you can pause in that moment and understand that there is a, a whole there is a microcosm of just like a shit ton of people that's that there's a crash that happened way ahead of you and that person's day is ruined if they're not dead but it is ruined that day's that person's life is ruined right now not life their their day is ruined hopefully their life's not ruined but probably their month is ruined and they are just like they are not having a good day and I'm sitting here just upset that I'm stuck because somebody had to get into a crash. They didn't want to get into a crash. Nobody's wanting to do that. But that crash happened. Maybe it's to teach them to be more present and not be on their phone when they're driving. Maybe something happened and they got into a crash because it, they maybe they were having a you know horrible day and it was to shake things up to make them understand that life could always be worse. And to, to cherish the tiny, the, the smaller things in life, the, the, you know what I mean? There's just always moments that can trigger us throughout the day. And it's, it's very easy to get stuck in the loop of thinking about the negatives. When in reality, there's, there's so much now to be had there's so much presence to be had and if we could just focus ourselves a little bit more each day on the present moment life can get so much better better in a sense that we're not putting attention on these these life situations that can seem negative we're not putting attention on them. We know that they're there, but we're not we're not putting energy into them. When we have to deal with them, we deal with them. And then when we're done dealing with them, we're done dealing with them. We don't have to think about it. I just have to say one more thing because I said I was going to say this, but I have a lot of patients who... Not in, it's not even patience. I, I hear it from people on TV and, and podcasts, all this stuff, that people will wake up in the middle of the night thinking about something that happened when they were a kid, like third grade. Or they'll think about something that happened when they were in college. Or they'll think about something that happened when they were a couple years back. Something that's completely not even happening right now. They will get stuck in something and that thought will start to trigger their body to feel amped up and nervous or scared or sad or embarrassed. And the mind, again, doesn't know the difference between right now and something that happened in the past because it's just bringing up this movie and you're replaying this movie and it's like, you know how we get amped up when we're watching a scary movie? That's like PTSD. It's like a movie is replaying in your head of something that that made you really scared and your heart starts beating faster and you, your body thinks that it's need it thinks that it needs to be in fight or flight because something bad is happening. When in reality it's not. And that's why so many people who have gone through these things and have have went to war and have gone through severe trauma when they step into meditation and mindfulness it helps their brain 
calm down so they're not thinking about these things so their body's not being triggered so their nervous system's not being amped up and then they could finally sleep they're not being woken up at three in the morning with something that happened years ago that you can no longer change that's just the power of the brain and it's so weak but it's so strong at the same time But if we can step into the seat of the observer and understand that the past is in the past, the future is in the future, what do I have to do besides think about right now, even if it's for a couple seconds a day, just to help your nervous system bring itself back down? And when you're, that's a scientific standpoint of that, is it's helping regulate your nervous system a little bit, but on a spiritual standpoint, it's allowing you to to calm down the fuzziness, the the like that white noise. It's allowing it to calm down. It's it's calming down the chowder, the chowder. <laughs> it's calming down the New England clam chowder. No, it's calming down the chatter in your brain. So your channel to your soul can be open. Open. Because when we are going through those moments of chatter and the uh, the incessant thinking and the, oh my God, everything that I have to do and what I have to do and can you believe that he said that to me last night and why is he not texting me or why is she, why did she send it to me or, you know, I can't, I have so much stuff to do. I have so much work to do next week. You're so heady and you're so here and so like not connected to yourself. You're just running amok up there in your brain that your ego is the only thing that can be heard but when you could calm it down that channel to your soul which your soul is this wise the wisest part of you the wisest version of you that knows everything and it's just trying to talk to you it's just trying to send messages down to you that's what it's trying to do The moment that you can pause and listen to it, the answers come. The synchronicities come. The the quote-unquote coincidences. But there is no such thing as a coincidence. It's it happens all the time. I'll be I'll be talking about something. Even this 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 fucking morning this this morning, I was literally when I woke up, I saw I was reading something about prosthetic hands. And I was like, you know what? I guess it's just, it's pretty crazy, but like it wouldn't be as bad as you think about losing your hand. Because I always thought I would rather lose a hand than, than, I would rather lose a foot than lose a hand because you have prosthetic legs and it's a lot easier. But now they come out with prosthetic hands. And I was just like, just this moment, I was like, you know what? It's, I no longer have a fear about losing a hand. Absolutely, it's going to fucking suck in the moment. But if it was to ever happen, I would. I know that it would be okay because there's new things that are coming out and I know that I would just, life would go on and it's supposed to happen. And then my boyfriend wakes up, comes in, says that he had a dream that he was getting his hand amputated. How fucking crazy is that? But those synchronicities, and I talked to him about it. I was like, oh my God, that's that's so weird. So weird. And is it because we're just on the same plane or whatever? But that happens almost every day where it's like, and, and a lot of the times... 
I don't even say anything because it just it just keeps happening and I'm like it's I they call it a god wink it's like the universe is winking at you saying you were in alignment like hey you're doing a good job keep going so anywho the now is a very um, beautiful place to be and I hope that if anything you just download the book the audio book or buy the book the, the power of now and it's a very popular book I mean if you haven't heard about it then I don't know are you living under a rock um, but it's Eckhart Tolle is even if you're listening to him, you don't even have to buy the book. Just listen to him on YouTube or just find somebody that you resonate with or that, you know, when you hear them talk, it's like it really just, it feels good because it's inserting things into you that, it, it, that sounded weird. It's inserting uh, ideas into your brain and you get these little epiphanies where it's like, wow, I feel like I've always known that, but this person just solidified it. And I hope that I can do that for people. I really hope I can. So I hope you have a beautiful day. Take a couple seconds to just be here. If you're walking by your dog, instead of just walking by it, sit down on the floor with him or her and just pet her for a little bit. Look into their eyes and make a connection. Be with your partner tonight. If you have a partner or a friend and just like hold their hand for a second and really feel their warmth. Be in the now with them. Be in the now with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and just say, hello, I love you. Give yourself a hug without having to pass judgment on it. Without having to say, this is so weird. Or just, just, just do it. If you're feeling anxious, just be for a couple seconds oh my god there's one more thing that I have to say I'm so sorry but I saw this <laughs> I saw this video that I put I reposted about this girl that her therapist told her to get to buy warheads and every time she was about to have a panic attack she popped a warhead into her mouth and she said that it works it took me out of my panic attack now let's briefly just go over this why do we think that is Because a panic attack or an anxiety attack or whatever type of mental thing that's going on is happening because something is being triggered. A movie is starting to play that's uncomfy. It doesn't feel good. But in reality, it's not real. It's not real. But your nervous system doesn't know it's not real. And there's people who don't even have to have memories that pop up. Their body is just so used to being in fight or flight that sometimes, some subconsciously, it gets triggered. So this girl puts a warhead into her mouth and those candies are fucking sour. And it automatically puts her into the present moment. The power of the now. And that's it. 
Have a beautiful day. I love you very much. Happy Friday. Have a beautiful weekend. And I'm going to stop it on exactly 40 seconds. Peace out.